It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in. Glad you're here. Tuesday in the Black Hills, and it's always a great day in the Black Hills. Yes, even though we went from 60s to, like, teens wind chill or something. Uh, keep your head on a swivel. It's that time of year in the Black Hills. Welcome in. The Nate Brown Show is back. South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Glad you're a part of it. I appreciate that. We'll make it count for you. Try and give you some good content, thought-provoking sports talk, some great guests along the way. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City from our downtown studio. A lot of ways you can listen or watch. Remember, catch us on Twitter right now, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show and interact with us on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. The YouTube channel's up. We're live in studio the Nate Brown Show on YouTube. You can follow us and uh, subscribe. You've got the show there. And of course here, Radio 1067 FM, 1150 AM and stream us anywhere. FoxSportsRapidCity.com South Dakota Sports Talk Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. I've been telling you, this is the team, the region's preferred orthopedic provider, expert care, better access, more options. The team is at Black Hills Ortho. If you suffer an injury, don't let it slow you down. Get back in the game. Whether you're a weekend warrior or an elite athlete on the court right now, Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center taking care of patients in the Black Hills since 1976. Learn more at bhosc.com. Start there, bhosc.com. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center specializing in what moves you. Here we go on a Tuesday. Let's look at the guest lineup. We'll get to it. Good stuff today. Good stuff here. Let's go out to the Combine tonight. Well, yes, our first stop at the NFL Combine. We're going to go to Vikings beat writer Dane Mizzitani, Pioneer Press, TwinCities.com. Dane Mizzitani on the Vikings and a little uh, coaching hire today. A coaching hire announced by the Minnesota Vikings, and everybody's taking it every which way. We're going to get in the middle of that. Dane Mesitani from the Combine in Indianapolis. We'll go local with Alex Dodd. We haven't had Alex Dodd on the program for a while. It's basketball tournament time. Alex Dodd's the sports editor. Rapid City Journal. He'll uh, check in tonight. Scott Pianowski from spring training tonight. Major League Baseball writer, YahooSports.com. Scott Pianowski on MLB getting going. And, of course, Shohei Otani homers in his Dodgers debut. I mean, <laughs> that's just, of course he does. And his see-through pants and everything. I mean, it's unreal. Uh, Scott Pianowski coming up. We will go to Mike DeCourcy. Lucky to get Mike this time of year because college basketball is heating up. There's a lot to get to. Mike DeCourcy's in. Big Ten Network studio analyst, FoxSports.com, bracketologist, Mike DeCourcy on the way tonight, as well as Scott Burt, Rapid City Rush, back at home this week. They'll kick off a series tomorrow night. Scott Bird, head coach of the Rapid City Rush, on the way tonight. Pack Tuesday show. We will get after it a little bit here. Let's get you on if you want in. Studio line 720-1067 if you want to be a part of the program. 720-1067. We're not here for our health here, so uh, chime in. We'll get you on. And the Barron's Wilson text line ready to go, 720-1067. Direct text the show. That's the Barron's Wilson listener text line, 720-1067. That's how you can be a part of the show. Okay, let's do a little test. 
Let's do a little test here on free market and sports influence. Let's do a little test from the Fox Sports Rapid City listing audience today because this is a story that really intrigues me. And I wonder which way the public is going to go on this because it's a massive celebrity with a lot of influence, a lot of brand power, a lot of power in general. And then it's a family member who's coming up along the ranks. And I wonder where our Fox Sports Rapid City audience is going to land on this. Because some people are going to say it's bad right away because they don't like this guy. Other people, I think, are going to say, hey, this is the free market. It's USA. This is what happens in business. And the NBA is a massive business. Let's do a little test on the Nate Brown Show with a national story that's intrigues me because there's a lot of legs to it and I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know how it's going to finish. I know how it's getting started. I've got my opinions on this myself, but I'm going to turn this into a question of the day and, and, and let's go down this road. So maybe you've heard a little bit about this, but let me set the scene. LeBron James has a son, Bronny James. You guys, you guys know this, right? I would argue many of you do not know how good Bronny James is playing at USC. I don't know. Some of you may not know that Bronny James went to USC. Okay, <laughs> So I'll, I'll set the scene. Bronny James, LeBron's son, goes to USC. By the way, gets off to a rough start. Cardiac arrest this summer. I mean, give the kids some grace on that piece of it, okay? I, I just put that out there for everybody. Um, cardiac arrest, had a, had a heart defect, and looks like he's got it all taken care of. He's now at USC, and he's playing his freshman year, 19 years old, USC Pac-12 basketball. So there's the scene. Now, LeBron James has been talking about his son. If you've missed some of the things he said, you can't keep track of LeBron every day, can you? Um, if you've missed some of the things over the last year that LeBron said, his big thing for his career, LeBron's career, is to end his career playing with his son. He's thrown that out very boldly. He's thrown that out in a lot of different interviews. And that's his first mistake. Easy for me to say. The Nate Brown Show can criticize LeBron James. I I'm just telling you from a parent perspective, I think we all can relate to what you should try and do is not set your kids up for failure, not setting them up to be this superstar, and then they can't quite meet it, whether it's me, you, or LeBron James. LeBron's got to take this even um, at a greater level, meaning i got to keep this a little low profile. I mean, I'm LeBron James, and I'm going to tell him uh, my son's going to be in the NBA and we're going to finish uh, my career playing together. I mean, he just sets this whole thing up for a massive failure. And now the story goes on this Tuesday that Bronny James is at USC. He was a quote-unquote projected NBA pick by ESPN. They had him in the projected NBA uh, draft. And now they've dropped him. So, you know, the here's who's the projected NBA picks for this next uh, draft. ESPN's taken him out. Bronny James as an NBA draft pick. So here's LeBron this week getting all upset about that now. 
So LeBron's upset. He said, can you let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? That's what he said yesterday. He wrote on social media, can you all please let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? I think that's the right thing to say a year ago. (laughs) LeBron James, he said, let the kid be a kid, but LeBron didn't do it. This is why I don't I don't feel sorry for the LeBron James. It's, oh, now that the media is going to take him out of the NBA draft pick uh, projection, let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball. This isn't one of those things that the uh, media hyped, hyped, hyped. I know the media can hype stuff. I get it. LeBron James hyped it, and I believe he set Bronny James in such a bad spot I actually feel sorry for Bronny James. I'll explain in the bigger picture as this moves forward. I really do. Because now it's, well, let the kid be a kid. But LeBron's the one that already put him in the NBA with LeBron. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. You know, it's funny all the way around. (laughs) Now, you're not a LeBron fan, so I know that. I know that. Well, no, and this is one of the reasons, you know. I mean, come on. Nate, I watched that kid, and he was like number 48. I'm probably off a few numbers for a McDonald's game. Okay, that's like the top 25 kids, 30 kids. Yes, yes. Not number 48. And then your dad, you know, come on, Nate. I watched four USC games, of course. It was the beginning of the season. Yeah, and he's off to a slow start, but he's he's just not playing. He, he's oh, he's, he's not, not that guy. With the darn Nate. No, no. How do you how do you feel about the kid? Whether you like LeBron or not, I actually feel hey, bad for the hey, kid. Can you imagine being Bob Gibson's kid and and stink at sports? <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't know so, if he stinks, but he's no LeBron. Let me just say that he's no LeBron. Oh, he's not, and Bob's kid was nowhere near. Uh, Dang, bench number eleven, number twelve on the team, maybe. <laughs> right. But you know, you know, and people made fun of people like my dad and hundreds of others that would yell from the stands at their kid for screwing around during a baseball game. You know, it's it's a sad world. I'll tell you, um, I think LeBron set him up for failure, but now LeBron's mad at everybody else that they're going to be picking on him. I don't well, know we're how you do to this. Forget about it. Yeah. You know, imagine, imagine. I'll guarantee you, there is a team that would draft that kid if LeBron came with him. Yes, that that's that's my next point. I think that's going to happen. I really do. It, uh, you know, I'm about sixty forty against it. Okay, sixty forty. I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. I All right. Have a great day. Um, I, I, that's my question today that, that Steve just, just referenced. Will a team take Bronny James because LeBron has the influence to do that? Okay, there, there's a couple of questions there. Will a team do that? And then is that the free market? I said we're going to do a little test on the Nate Brown Show. Which side do you land on? Is it just the free market of the NBA and sports business that, hey, LeBron is the NBA still at 39 years old. He is the NBA. When he's done, he's done. There will be an aftermath of that, like the Michael Jordan thing. 
I don't think quite as big, frankly. There's there's more stars coming up to f- close the gap, I think. But LeBron is the NBA. His brand, his marketing power, his influence. Can he get an NBA team to pick Bronny James? You want to run through the stats here? for, And the reason I say this is uh, wild, Bronny James off to a slow start. And again, he had the cardiac arrest. I mean, we're talking serious stuff just this summer. So I'm going to give him grace. I'm not going to say he stinks. But I am going to tell you why did he get taken off the NBA uh, projection draft picks yesterday. He's averaging five and a half points and two and a half assists per game. He's just started six games for USC. They're second to last in the Pac-12. I mean, this isn't um, UCLA. (laughs) I mean... This isn't the Arizona. This is USC second to last in the conference, 11 and 16 overall record. Bronny James has started six games is all, and he's got five and a half points per game. He's shooting 27% from three. He's a 6'4 guard. They say maybe like 6'3 actually. And my question is, is it fair for the free market to have Bronny James join an NBA team because LeBron can get that done. That's my question of the day. If Bronny James makes it to the NBA, I don't know if that's going to be this year or two years. Is it, And he's helped by his dad because that is a massive influence. Massive. Is that just the free market and you're good with it? That's where I want to know where do you stand on this. Thanks for calling. You're live and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, it's Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Jim, what's up, bud? Not much. Well, the reason he ain't scoring that much or he's playing time is horrible. I watch a lot of the USC games on the Pac-10, Pac-10 network here, and they show a lot of the games, and they don't play him that much. And when he does play, people take all the shots because they got Isaiah Cottle there, and they got a couple of first-round picks on that team. Well, I will say, he's not like going to be a 30 points per game guy anyway. That's not who he is if people haven't watched him. So so I'll give you that. But why isn't he playing? I mean, if he's going to be an NBA guy, I think he's got to show better now than, than he does, right? Yeah, he's a hell of a defender, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd give you that. I would give you that. I'll give you that. I think he's got to show more. By the way. Do you think Bronny and LeBron get this done? Same team in the NBA. Yeah, he'll be playing for the Lakers next year, and LeBron will be signing his new one-year deal. Really? All right. Jim, I'll leave it to you, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome. 720-1067, the Nate Brown Show off and running. I just wanted to get – Jim says Bronny and LeBron with the Lakers next year. And, by the way, that's not, like, really far-fetched. The athletic – has reported in an attempt to secure LeBron's services for the immediate future, like next year, the Lakers are, quote, willing to explore the notion of adding Bronny James next season. So in an attempt to secure LeBron's one-year deal, maybe that's what it is, they're willing to explore the notion of adding Bronny James next season. That's the Lakers. That's from The Athletic. So a lot of stuff happening around this today. Uh, LeBron says yesterday, let the kid be a kid. 
Let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball. Yet LeBron, leading up to his first year at USC, has said he'll be playing in the NBA with me. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to finish my career. Bronny's going to be in the NBA before he's even suited up at USC. So I'm not going to go down this road of, oh, I, oh the media's so, so bad. The media's hyped this kid up, man. They've set him up for failure. Bruh, LeBron's son, they're going to set him up. LeBron stepped over the line, and now he wants to say, oh, the media's hyping up this son. Just let, My son, let him be a kid, man. He's just trying to be a college kid, but he's not, and you know that, and that's why he said it before. So what are you, uh, where are you going to land on this? If Bronny James makes it to the NBA, helped by his dad, is that just the free market? We like the free market. If you don't think this stuff happens in what other, uh, what other businesses do you see dads helping family? <laughs> uh, like everywhere? It's called nepotism. Uh, we don't like it, but you better believe it happens. You better believe it. So LeBron, can he get uh, Bronny James into the NBA, and is that just the way it is? Yeah, lucky to be LeBron's son. Sorry. Some kids born into riches, others not. Sorry. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. What do you say? Well, if this kid can't even score on a bad team, <laughs> how would he be on a on a team like UConn or or Purdue or somewhere like that that's really good? You know, he can't even get in the lineup on a second to the last place yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in and his numbers. I mean, if I'm if I'm playing against him just because of his dad, and I I don't like his dad, <laughs> we'll start right there. But if I'm playing his kid, I'm going to make sure when the kids in the game that. I'm going to play extra hard against him because I'm going to prove his dad wrong. Sure, he's, sure, he's got he's that target. Yes, he's got that. The pressure on by running his mouth. You know how good it, he, he assumed his kid was going to make the NBA. Well, how do you know? Yes, he I think that's right. Yet. I think that's right. He wasn't even in college yet. His dad's talking about him being the NBA. I mean, there's probably 200 guys better than him that should be drafted ahead of him. And if he is drafted. So do you think if he gets drafted that that is wrong? Do you, do you yeah. think that's wrong? Yes, because he's he's taking a roster stop a roster spot from a, a player that's probably better, who's deprived of a spot because they're giving it to his kid. But here's what you the know. NBA team would tell you: we're gaining so much value and so much brand power. Uh, our brand and and investment in uh, Brawny brings us LeBron. That's why it's a win. They're, they're going to say this is a business decision. But if it takes him two more years to get to develop, LeBron's already on the backside of his career, I would argue. I mean, his, how many more years does he have left? In two years, what's his skills going to be like um, compared to even this year? If he's got to wait two more years for his son to be ready to even get to the NBA, and then is his son going to... I don't know if he's going to wait. Be a Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if he's going to wait. I don't know. That's uh, The family's going to have to decide. Are we going to push this thing right now when I've only scored five points a game at USC? Are we going to push this thing to get in? Or are we going to wait and see if we can make it stay another year, maybe transfer somewhere, get on a different team? I don't know. That's what's well, that intriguing. Really bad. It would look really bad if, if they pushed it this year because it's just because of the numbers you said. Only five points a game. <laughs> so there's... Two, three hundred guys are way ahead of that that aren't probably even going to get drafted in the, in the NBA that play college basketball 
right now. So that would be a really, really bad look for for the NBA and the whoever, whichever team picks him up. Because, like I said, I don't, I don't look at look at all the time off LeBron's taken now as as a Laker taking games off as he's on the backside of his career and he's not, I think, mean, physically, you know, ready to play, you know, eighty-two games a year. And so now we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna rush it because his dad's on the end of his career or on the backside of his career and, and push his son up there just so he can play with him. You know. It would be so how much is the sun going to get in anyway? Hey, from a basketball side, it's bad. From a marketing yeah. side, it is dollars galore. It is dollars galore. Bronny with okay. LeBron, that team's going to be on all the time. That'd be the that'd be the only <laughs> that'd be the only thing with people. Yeah, the marketing side. and it's a big one. The winning side isn't going to be. No, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. But is the that's that's the market. That's what it is. Well, all right, uh, man. Whichever team does it, they have only themselves to blame if it falls flat, and I think it will. I appreciate it. Thanks All for right. getting in. Uh, good to hear from you. Okay, I want to get to some results here. Uh, listener text, 720-1067 of the Nate Brown Show. What do you think of Bronny James if he got into the NBA because of his dad's help and influence? Because right now it's not off of his play. I've looked at everybody covering Bronny James closer than I do. Okay, So I've, I've went to the guys that – Analyze his play, following him every game at USC. The stats say one thing, and it's like, huh, that's not good. I, I can see those. But I look at the guy and say, what about his defense? What about his passing? Um, all of that stuff. Some of that's there. But he's undersized. He doesn't shoot the three. Some of the stuff you have to do as a guard in the NBA. Um, so people are saying it's if he gets to the NBA, it is going to be because of the package deal with LeBron. And what do you think of that? Um, is that fair or is it, uh, yeah, it's just the free market. Lucky to be LeBron's son. What do you say? 720-1067, Nate Brown Show, question of the day, results. I'm a little surprised by this. If Bronny James makes it to the NBA because of his dad, is that just the free market? 71% say yes, he's lucky to be LeBron's son. 29% say that's unfair and wrong. <laughs> so, oh, I guess we're just used to the rich people saying, hey, my son's going to take over. He's the GM. Yeah, you know, well, he doesn't know anything about this company. Yeah, I know. He wants to come back home. He's going to take over. Well, he hasn't done anything. Uh, he, he hasn't proven that he can be the guy. There's been a guy here that's better. I know, but it's my son. I mean, we would just live with that in the real world, I think, right? I can't believe that. 71% say if Bronny James makes it because of the help of his dad, that's the free market. He's lucky to be LeBron's son. Isn't that something we hate usually? You earn in sports on your merits on your competitive play, on your talent, not on your total marketing power. I understand it's a business game, but that, uh, I hate that result. I hate that result. We just resign to the fact, eh, some guys are lucky. At least with the Ball family, you know, the Balls, they weren't like LeBron, but at least with the Balls, Lonzo Ball and some of these guys, they actually were good players. LaMelo Ball and uh, Lonzo Ball were, were good good enough players, right? Lonzo Ball was good at UCLA. 
So I know their dad's their dad was annoying, but those guys were good enough players. Um, thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hi. Um, nobody's ever talked about the the kid. I mean, how's how is he going to handle being coming into the NBA potentially, and everyone? Uh, they're not whispering. They're going to be saying this guy's only there because of his father. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Any, I agree with that. Any, it'll be interesting to see his character because will he stand up to, if he's not good enough? I don't. I don't fall back. I don't know first thing about basketball, but if he's good enough, he's good enough. If he's not, and he knows it, is he going to stand up to his dad and say, "Look, I'm not going to fool myself and." Pretend something, and yeah, I doubt it. I, I doubt it, but I think that's bad for him. I was talking to my producer before the show. I said, "How tough is this going to be on the kid if he can't hack it?" Right? Um, well, I mean, go, like I said, going in, they they know. I mean, that, that's not a secret. People are going to be talking, and other players on other teams are going to be talking to him, and his teammates, and he's going to know that. Hey, the only reason you're getting in there is because your dad. Yeah, that's a bad spot. It is. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. I appreciate you getting on. Thank you. Um, thanks for getting in. 720-1067 is our number. No, and, and I was I was talking to Matt Kearney about that. I said that was one of the things. I said, what's Bronny James going to feel like here? I mean, well, the only reason you're here is because you're LeBron's son. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just going to be going on. And then guess who's going to say that? The media. Non-stop. Non-stop. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a perfect storm of bad stuff. And the media's gonna say, Bronny this, Bronny that, he didn't get in here, he did this or he did that. Get ready. Get ready for the firestorm. All right. Let's go to Mike DeCourcy, waiting in the wings, one of the best college basketball writers in the country, sporting news and Big Ten Network studio analyst, Mike DeCourcy. A lot of hit uh, a lot of topics to hit with Mike next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. On February 28th, March 1st and 2nd, the rush stormed the Savannah Ghost Pirates. March 1st is weather permitting night presented by Coda Territory TV. Then, on March 2nd, we welcome you to Jurassic World Night presented by the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. The School of Mines Geology Department is handing out Triceratops stress toys to the first 250 fans. They'll also have fossils on display. There will be an inflatable dinosaur race around the ice arena first intermission, and specialty jerseys will be auctioned off after the game. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. If you love sports and excellent food, there's a new sports bar in Deadwood that has it all. Come try the all-new Boston's Pizza Restaurant and Sports Bar at Deadwood Gulch Gaming Resort. Boston's is serving up fan favorites with great burgers, pasta, wings, and gourmet pizza. Plus, they have a new $12 lunch lineup. They're open 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week, serving lunch and dinner. When you're in Deadwood, come and watch the big game at the new Boston's Restaurant and Sports Bar at Deadwood Gulch Gaming Resort. From compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders, Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Ever wish you had a take-back? Highmark Credit Union is pleased to offer innovative loans with take-back. 
Most banks and credit unions make you choose between paying ahead on a loan or saving for emergencies. We do things differently. At Highmark, you can have both. Access the cash you paid above your monthly minimum whenever you need it. Make the smart money move. Highmark Credit Union. Highmark. FCU.com. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Sports Your Show, the Nate Brown Show, live from local, regional, the national. We got you covered. Great guest lineup along the way. Just getting started on a Tuesday on South Dakota Sports Talk Show here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're a part of the program. Appreciate it. Mike DeCourcy on tonight. Great to have him this time of year. Getting set for March. March 1st, Friday. Look out. College basketball columnist, Sporting News, Big Ten Network, FoxSports.com, breaking down the bracket. Mike DeCourcy back on the Nate Brown Show. Mike, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm great, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good tonight. I want to get your reaction to this story. And, and it is a college basketball story, but it's an NBA story as well. How, how tough of a spot do you believe Bronny James is in with the LeBron, um, hey, I want to play with in the NBA, now LeBron's saying, hey, let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball because he got pulled out of the NBA projection draft pick. How tough of a spot for Bronny here right now? Well, I don't think it should be tough at all because coming off, uh, at least in terms in basketball sets, goodness, I mean, he's coming, you're talking about somebody who's coming off basically uh, heart surgery. I don't remember technically it was open heart surgery, but his heart stopped, for goodness sake. Yeah. Well, that's not easy, right? Uh, that's a tough thing to go through. But relative to basketball, it shouldn't be hard at all. I mean, because of, largely because of that, maybe not exclusively because of that circumstance, he was way behind this year what he would have been. And he probably wasn't talented enough to go and really make an impact in one year anyway. But with that circumstance having developed, it's not tough. It's honestly, and I'm, I am not a LeBron hater. I have said on multiple occasions, written on multiple occasions, that I believe him to be the best player of all time. So it's not that, but the way he has handled this has been not, not positive. Uh, I say that as well as someone who is not a parent. So it's his kid, right? But relative to basketball, to sit there and say he's ready to play in the NBA, he said it a month ago. I wrote about it, but it was absurd what he said. He said he could, play, he could help us right now. Easy. That was his quote. To, I'm paraphrasing just a smidge. Uh, it, it, that was ridiculous for him to say that, and it puts pressure on Bronny that doesn't need to be there. We're, like I said, we're talking about a young man whose heart basically stopped and who's coming back from that and who joins a team that isn't what it was supposed to be and who isn't really playing well at this point, but will have a whole summer next year to get it back together. And it just, he just doesn't need any of this. That's what because, I meant by tough, Mike. That uh, For him, yeah. his perception of, hey, he's supposed to be the man, and how does he deal with that moving forward? Yeah, I don't even, I, I don't even know how good he is. I mean, I didn't see him play in high school. I saw clips and all that. I did not see an extraordinary player. I saw a fine player. I saw somebody in, on tape who looked like in three years of college might be ready to go into the NBA draft and be a late first, early second round pick, depending on how college went. That's what I saw. 
And, and, but reading his father's quotes, I hear, ready now, help us now. And, and, and then I turn on the television, and he's playing 12 minutes. I mean, what are we talking about? Okay, I want to get your read. Last one on this. Will Bronny James, do you think he will be an NBA guy because of the brand and of LeBron James? Will a league team do that? Oh, somebody will give him a shot. There's no doubt. Uh, somebody will give him a shot. And then uh, whether that's relative to trying to lure LeBron to them or to keep LeBron happy wherever he might be at the time, et cetera, et cetera, somebody will give him a shot. But they're not going to put him on the floor unless he can play. And if, if LeBron seriously wants Bronny to be able to do that, he's got to leave him alone. Mike DeCorsi on tonight, college basketball columnist, Sporting News, Big Ten Network studio analyst as well. Okay, let's go to that story of the weekend, and I want to see where you land on it, the storming of the court. There's been everybody given every which take they can. The Alabama AD just said, well, you could stop it by forfeiting the game. For the, for the fans that run on the floor, that team, oh, sorry, you just won, now you forfeit. What do you say about that? That's an idea. I, I, look, if they, if they want to stop it, it's not hard to stop it, but they haven't wanted to stop it. It's, it's become, for those that uh, wink, wink, allow it, they don't allow it. It's not permitted. And, and the reason it's not permitted is that if they, if they were to sanction it, at that point they would become liable for anything that was, would happen. Do you want to be liable for what might happen in a circumstance like that? No. I mean, nobody wants that. So they don't stop it, but they do, but they say don't do it, and that's and that covers them to an extent. I suppose somebody could still come along and try to try to file a suit. But if they like, there was there, there's been some conversation. They need to put a clock, and you can't storm until the clock is over. That is sanctioning this this practice, and then you are like you're totally on the hook then for anything that might happen. Mm. So. Uh, the simple thing to do is do what the pros do, and that is if you get onto the floor, it's, uh, it's against the, the, the policy, whether it's, uh, you call them trespassers or whatever you want to call them, that's up to you. Uh, but uh, you don't see this in the NBA or the NFL or MLB. Uh, you certainly don't see it in the NHL. Um, you don't, you don't, it, it, it happens occasionally. And those people are usually stopped by security and then taken away and not allowed back in the building. And that's, if that was what schools wanted, that would have happened a long time ago. I think what will happen, Nate, is we'll have these conversations and, and, and people like me will express our educated opinions uh, from covering college athletics for nearly 40 years, and nothing will change. Really? It'll die really? down. Okay. It, it died down after Caitlin uh, when she got yep. uh, it, when she, she was in her collision, and it'll die down again after this one. Okay, I was wondering if the new a or the AD at Alabama might get some uh, length with that. Of hey, maybe we do a forfeit instead of having to arrest kids. Maybe the kids would care about their team getting a loss. Well, I mean, it's an idea too, uh, but I don't think it'll be implemented. Um, I don't think the colleges want to stop this. They like what, how it looks. It, it looks exciting. It's inviting. Uh, students want to be a part of it, so they don't stop it. Um, it, it I, but my argument to that is they don't do this at Allen Fieldhouse. They don't do this at Mackey Arena. They don't do this uh, at, at Cameron. Uh, 
And those places are not lacking anything in terms of excitement, enjoyment. Being a part of those student sections is cachet enough. You don't have to be on the floor. Uh, if you're part of the paint crew at Purdue, uh, you want to get your selfie or uh, TikTok video or whatever, you could do it right there with the other 4,000 students uh, making noise and dancing and all the rest of the things that they do. Mike DeCorsi on National College Basketball Analyst, SportingNews.com, Big Ten Network as well. You can watch him there. Find him on Twitter, X at TSN. Mike, give him a follow. How much momentum, Mike, are you hearing the last couple of weeks when the commissioners were talking about the tournament and, and potential expansion? Do you think this is real? I think it's realer than I want it to be. Um, I think there's a couple of obstacles to it that – that need to be considered. And one of those is if I am, like, think of it this way. Think of it as uh, a great television show, okay? Let's think, it, let's think of it as The Sopranos. Um, and The Sopranos is a great drama with great actors. Um, and then let's say that somebody decides that uh, what, we need in this, what we need more of in The Sopranos uh, is, uh, is stand-up comedy. Let's you know, let's put a stand-up comic in every episode. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't fit the show, right? You're ruining the show. So HBO is going to say, no, we're not doing that to our show. It's, it's, it's the best, you know, it's, it's considered the best or second best television show of all time. We're not, we're not putting uh, stand-up comedy into it. That's not what it's here for. Well, that's kind of what uh, the NCAA tournament, right now, they're paying a lot of money at Turner and CBS for the NCAA tournament as it is. Maybe they don't want it to be 96 teams. People won't watch as much. It'll ruin the, team, the, the, the tournament. So the, the idea of expanding it significantly, I think, is a non-starter. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it grew to 72. I would be disappointed because the impetus for this is fear. The conferences have to commanding most of those bids, and they want to continue that into the future, and they're worried now that they're bigger that that won't happen. And my response to that, Nate, is simply, why don't we figure out if it's true or not before we panic? Let's, let's see. And I guarantee you that when I'm doing brackets a year from now and there is a, what, 18-team Big Ten and a 16-team Big 12 or whatever it's going to be, and a, what are we going to have, 16 in the SEC? Yeah. Uh, and goodness knows how many in the ACC. I hate to even think about that one. I, I think they're up to 18 now. Um, you know, adding Cal and Stanford, for goodness sakes. Um, so, uh, just let's see. If, if it becomes a problem over a few years, then Len will worry about it. But I don't think it's going to be a problem. Nate, when I do the brackets, there's almost no, there's n almost no way that I can put anybody in except power conference teams. Power conference teams in the Mountain West. That's it. That, that's all there is. The, everybody else is a one-bid league unless Dayton loses or maybe Florida Atlantic. If Florida Atlantic keeps losing, they're probably going to miss as an at-large, and, and they'd need the auto too. So uh, it, it, there's, just, there's no room for anybody else. So why the panic? Mike DeCourcy on tonight. Before I let you run, Mike, you've written about this. Uh, Caitlin Clark, Iowa. They're going to play that Ohio State game this weekend, uh, the rematch. She's going for the all-time scoring lead out of anybody. Where are we going to remember Caitlin Clark? You say she's the biggest a name in college, you know, biggest college basketball player, men or women. Where are we yeah. going to think of her 
I don't know, people talking about this 10 years from now? I think she's been a game changer. I think she's energized uh, the attention onto women's basketball in a way that no one's ever done before. Uh, We've seen great players. I think Nancy Lieberman, when she came along in the late 70s, for those of us who are really into basketball, uh, Nancy, Nancy caught our attention because she was extraordinary. And I do think she pushed the game forward, but it was still a long way away at that point. And it's grown and grown and grown, but it had plateaued. It, it really, you know, and part of that is the coincidence with the uh, men's tournament. I've never thought that was a great thing for the women. Uh, there's just so much basketball in March. If you're tuned into men's basketball, when are you going to find time to watch the women? I mean, honestly, Caitlin made us watch. Yeah. I still wish that they would stagger it a little bit so that their tournaments weren't coincidental, because I think, because I personally, maybe it's just a selfish desire on my part, I would watch most of it, but I can't because my job says I've got to be focused on the men's game, and and my 40 years of viewing habits say I'm going to focus on the men's game first, and so I, I hope that I hope that they, they think about that a little bit, but even if they don't, I do think that Caitlin will have changed women's college basketball for the better and that it will continue to grow in 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 popularity and and I think more young women will play the sport uh, even than are now. There's plenty playing, but I think it will grow. I think the base of, just as in 99 the women's soccer team grew the number of young girls who were playing soccer, I think that Caitlin has created a, a generation of, of young interested women's basketball players as well i hope that's uh i hope that's right as well i've got two daughters they're into it um but by the way iowa needs to make a deep run i believe mike if they make a deep run then they'll set another record for viewership of the women's tournament if they don't they won't is that right well i think that it's helped i mean i think i think the rivalry with angel reese helped rate you know angel is already high profile but i think the rivalry with Caitlin that developed after after last year's championship game uh, helped raise her profile so that um, if if LSU makes a, the a deep run and, and Iowa doesn't, I think it'll still be a bigger audience okay. for 2024 than was say for 2022. Let's say. Okay. Um, but it, but it obviously you 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 have to know ESPN is like crossing every finger in the in the building, <laughs> hoping Caitlin makes the Final Four again because then you're looking at an audience that probably would go in excess of last year's ten million. Yeah, I believe that too. Mike DeCorsi in tonight, Big Ten Network analyst, FoxSports.com bracket. Uh, his work's getting going. Sporting news as well. Mike, thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate it. You bet, Nate. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Love talking hoops with him. Mike DeCourcy from FoxSports.com. He breaks down the bracket, his projections there. Bracketologist. Can I call Mike DeCourcy bracketologist? He probably wouldn't like that. He's an old-school journalist, man. Uh, Big Ten Network studio analyst covers the Huskers and the Big Ten and Sporting News National College basketball writer. Mike DeCourcy getting us started on a Tuesday talking hoops. What do you say about the Alabama athletic director saying his idea is for the storming of the court penalty, if the, if you do it, then that win just turned into a loss. That win just turned into a loss. Um, boy, I, I don't love that. Now you're taking it away from the players who just did the blood, sweat, and tears and effort and, and all of that into the game. 
because I got to worry about Jimmy Lipper being a moron. So now you're taking away my win. Come on, guys. I, I, we can't arrest everybody. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that works in the college scene. We can't arrest everybody. Can't give a loss to the team that just won. Fines, nobody cares because the students are like, oh, $100,000 fine. I, who cares? Um, we're going to go back to the rope it off, rope it off, stop the stampede. Um, I don't know. Lister Tech saying the NBA and NFL are huge companies. They can have security. Colleges, can they afford mass security like that? I don't believe so. They got to afford more than they have, I think. They got to afford more than they have. Something, something to uh, not, uh, I don't know, eliminate the court storms entirely. I don't think I want to eliminate them entirely, but I, I think they're, I think they're over the top as well, and bad things happen. I do think that. I'm not like devastated over. Oh, somebody's gonna get killed. Yeah, I, I don't think so, but um, you got to figure out some way to do a better job, and it's not giving the team a loss that just won. I, I'm, I'm not with that. Alex Dodds in next as we go to the Rapid City Journal Sports Editor. High school hoops underway. What do we got, some Class A and Class B regions tonight? Just getting started on the boys' side. We got Double A girls, Sodak 16, Steven Central. I got a positive thing to say about that game Friday night. A positive thing for the Central Stevens rivalry on the way with Alex Dodd. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 1067 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. 11% off everything is happening now at Menards. Zero Wire is an American-owned, leading manufacturer of electrical building wire for residential, commercial, and industrial applications. Menards stocks convenient pre-cut lengths of wiring products for both indoor and outdoor projects. Right now, get 11% off all Zero Wire products from Menards. Good through March 3rd, savings are a mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. When you're ready to win bigger than ever before, First Gold Gaming Resort is where it happens. Play any of our slot machines with your gold club card engaged. You can win a share of $8,600 in promo play. We give away through hot seat drawings every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, February 24th, don't miss First Gold's exclusive $18,000 golden cash blast. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Shop the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda Certified Pre-Owned at Danny Manholt Rushmore Honda. Buy Certified Pre-Owned with no money down and get financing as low as 1.99% APR. That's right, 1.99. Plus, we have a lot full of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, imports, and domestics. See us at Danny Manholt Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Length of finance contract is limited to select certified models. See dealer for details with qualified credit expires 331-24. Rush fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your official home for Rapid City Rush hockey. When the Rush are playing on the road, join other Rush fans at the Skybox and enjoy some great food and cheer on your Rush. We show every Rush away game and we'll have Rush-themed giveaways every road trip. You'll get a chance to win great Rush prizes with the purchase of a drink or food item. The Skybox has the best food and the best Rush game day experience. Go Rush! 
news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in your sports, your show, The Nate Brown Show on a Tuesday live. We are live weekdays 4 to 6. If you miss any of the show, the Nate Brown Show podcast available. You can download it. Just search The Nate Brown Show, and you've got it on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Wherever you get your podcast, search The Nate Brown Show, and you'll have it every show. Mike DeCourcy started us tonight. Great national college basketball writer, Big Ten Network analyst, and FoxSports.com bracket expert. Mike DeCourcy on some hoops to get us going. Let's go local hoops with Alex Dodd on Fox Sports Rapid City. Sports editor, Rapid City Journal. He's on Twitter X at Alex Dodd Show. He's covering St. Thomas More Belfouche. Regional basketball tonight as the boys get going. Alex, good to have you back on. How are you? Good to be back on the show. Uh, I know it's been a, an eventful week in South Dakota sports talk on, on X. <laughs> That's uh, right. That's right. Uh, happy I, to be on. I, I don't know if it's, I mean, it's only one day in here. We're two days in, but uh, here we go. It's this time of year I, I, I talk about this, and this isn't the first time this has happened, Alex, so I want everybody to understand it's not like it's just a magical thing that's all of a sudden happened. This has happened before when Stevenson Central – are playing in the Sodak 16, the one-game playoff for the state tournament. They've had to play each other before. And so it just so happens they're 8 and 9, and the Stevens girls are hosting the Central girls. And my point is the seed points formula puts it all together from the season, and then they tell you, ah, oh, Stevens, you're 8, Central's 9. Sorry, you got to play each other. And I always believe... Now one Rapid City team's automatically eliminated, and I'd rather that not be the case from the luck of the draw. What say you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely see kind of some parts of both sides of the argument. Um, you know, obviously the seed points are, are what they are, and everybody knew what it was coming into it, so you know what you've got to do to put yourself in good position. Uh, I saw a lot of people mentioning Spearfish and Spearfish Girls, took care of business and did what they needed to do to, to get a high seed and host. Um, but I also understand, like what you were saying on Twitter today, uh, that it would make sense, in my mind, to have more weight for a road game. That's what college bas- the NCAA does uh, with the net formula in college basketball. Uh, a win on the road counts more in terms of quad one, quad two, quad three, quad four, uh, than it does at home. Okay, so uh, interesting. I, I so, do think that that's maybe something that could help Okay, uh, okay. With some of that. And the reason I said that, um, so Stevens girls took five trips east. I mean, I mean, they were tough road trips. Pier to Aberdeen, Harrisburg, Yankton, Sioux Falls. I mean, these were tough. Watertown, Brookings. These are Friday night, Saturday afternoon, back-to-back hitters. 
And so I do believe that factors into a team that, hey, they got one senior on the roster. I'm not saying they're going to win the state title, but you got to take five road trips. No other team, uh, East River, has even done close to that. And I said, how can that not impact your record? I think it does, but the seed points formula doesn't account for it. Yeah, I think that certainly makes a huge impact. Uh, so I can see that being a, a fix. I don't know if the district championship uh, would help as much as maybe wait in the road games because I do think in this format you do get most of the time the eight best teams for the state tournament. Um, so I think in terms of that, I think that makes sense. Um, I definitely agree with like what Vic Quick uh, and Justin Wickersham were saying uh, on Twitter here just a little bit ago that I would love to have more games at home gyms uh, in Class A and Class B. I mean, some of my best memories in high school uh, were going to to, uh, to playoff basketball games at my school in South Carolina. And, and I think you're, you miss a, a big part of what high school sports are, playing at these neutral sites. Now, in the last you know, two cycles, it seems like some of these have been closer to the higher seeds. You're retaining a little bit of that. Uh, but playing all the games in A and B in the Sodak 16 at home gyms uh, would be a massive improvement. The, the atmospheres would be ten times better, and you're going to see that uh, in AA this year like you do every year. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I want the games at home, and they are going to change that uh, moving forward. So the Sodak 16 for Class A and B, you're going to get uh, the team that has the higher seed hosting um, moving forward. I think that's going to be a big improvement. Steve, and it just makes sense because you know it, it values the regular season. If you're the highest yeah, seed yeah. and you've won games in the regular season, you deserve the right to host. Okay. Um, hey, you're from South Carolina. Okay, Alex, you give me a breakdown. How did uh, the South Carolina State qualifying go? I'm sure you guys didn't play one game to determine who gets to play in the South Carolina State tournament. So the way that works in South Carolina is you play basketball in a region. Um, so you have classes, and then in those classes you have a region of you know six teams or five teams, depending on how it, how it shakes out. And the top few teams in your region qualify for the state tournament. There's not a region tournament before the state tournament, and the state tournament in South Carolina is not like it is in South Dakota. It's not three days in one location. You play at home gyms until you get to the semifinals. And you have an upper state champion and a lower state champion that meet in a state championship. Okay. The only teams that are at neutral sites uh, are upper state, lower state, and state. Okay. I'm... Uh, that's how it works in South Carolina. So you had regions. We had regions. But then the East River team said we they were all better and our teams weren't as good. And so then they eliminated the regions. And that's where we're at uh, with the Sodak 16. So Stevens girls have played in two out of the last three state championship games. They're not um, as good as they have been. they they got a young team. We'll see where it goes. Central, I think, has turned the corner. I'm looking at the Central team with their first-year head coach. They were struggling early. Now they're pretty darn good. What do you see Friday night, Steven Central girls? Man, I think it's going to be a really exciting game. There's going to be a great atmosphere. I'm 100% with you. The Central girls uh, of February are completely different than the, the Central girls of December. I mean, they've really turned the corner uh, they're sharing the ball. They're pushing in transition. Uh, I was talking to, to somebody in our newsroom today. They just seem like they're they're eight deep uh, at this point. They can go to their bench and, and get quality minutes, and really they can change the starting lineup uh, and not miss a beat. 
so it, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be interesting to see how Stevens responds uh, after dropping the, uh, the game in their home gym, the Central, earlier this year uh, and see how they respond on their home court because you know they're going to want it uh, and you know it's going to be a great atmosphere in Carroll Hire. Yeah, I think it's going to be rocking Friday. By the way, I want to credit the Black Hills area school, Stevens, Central, Spearfish. They're doing the Sodak 16 Friday. They're giving up some free tickets, like they're getting some sponsors, so they want students to come. We've been talking about crowds. I was at Stevens on Friday night for Washington game. That crowd was excellent. Now they're going to give some free tickets for some students. So I commend the administrations at all the schools saying, hey, let's get some students in here. They're going to do a tailgate uh, sponsored by State Farm and the National Guard at Stevens on Friday. So I credit everybody stepping up, promoting that atmosphere. It's going to be fun Friday. Alex Dodon from the Journal, sports editor. Let's talk about uh, Class A boys. You're going to be covering STM Bell tonight. This Class A, uh, this region out here, look out. STM, Christian, and Hot Springs. I mean, these teams are, are all pretty good. Who do you think's the best? Do you think Hot Springs is or Christian's? STM's kind of knocking on the door, but Hot Springs and Christian seem like the teams. Yeah, it definitely seems like Hot Springs and Christian are the top two teams. But really, if you look at the whole season, it's like anybody can beat anybody in this region any given night. I mean, Hill City's pulled some upsets. Custer's pulled some upsets. Uh, and it's been a, a heck of a time to cover this region throughout the whole season. Uh, so I really feel like it's a toss-up. I mean, even look back at last year. Christian uh, beat Hot Springs uh, by basically 20 points in the last regular season game. And then Hot Springs went and flipped the script in the region tournament. Uh, so I feel like it's that same kind of thing again. And if you want to talk about an area of the state that's going to have some really good teams, they're going to be left out of the state tournament and left out of the Sodak 16. Uh, you don't have to look any farther than uh, Region 8A yeah. uh, over yeah. here in the, in the Black Hills. Yeah, I'm with you on that. There's teams that could make an argument saying, hey, I know we're going to get two teams out of here in the Sodak 16. We might have better ones uh, in this region than other regions. But, again, that's that's where the uh, situation's at. Alex Dodd's on tonight. His coverage, RapidCityJournal.com, sports editor for the Journal. Alex, good to talk to you, man. Enjoy the game tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Looking forward to seeing you guys around the next couple weeks as we watch some, some really good basketball here at uh, West River. I like it. Alex Dodd on tonight, Journal sports editor, RapidCityJournal.com for the coverage. Just did a nice uh, weekend coverage of the state wrestling tournament as well. Find him on Twitter, X at Alex Dodd Show. Alex Dodd in on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Not endorsing my uh, district championship plan and then seeding it out after that with the teams that are left. Uh, Vic Quick has endorsed that from KOTA and KVN TV. He said, let's bring back the districts and then seed it after that. Uh, so I'm just trying to get the pulse of West River sports. The pulse of West River's <laughs> that's that's our job on Fox Sports Rapid City. By the way, um, let me get into this road game thing. Okay, I'm going to get into that in the drive at five. The Stevens girls and Central girls had unbelievable schedules. Their schedules were unreal. Stevens the worst. Okay, and um, this is something I think that factors into. A season, a record, a seed points, but they don't count road games at all in this seed points formula in this state. They just think road games count like home games. Is that is that right? 
We'll get into that. Hang on. Dane Mizzitani from the NFL Combine. Talking Vikings? They just hired a new quarterbacks coach. What does this mean for Kirk Cousins? Dane Mizzitani, Twin Cities Pioneer Press beat writer next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Just when you thought the deals couldn't get better, they got better at Spearfish GMC. New GMC Sierra 1500 models up to 6000 cash back with qualified trade-in. Or, just announced, 2.9 APR for 72 months on select new Sierras. Not 36, 48, or 60. It's 2.9 for 72 months. Now that's an offer you can't refuse. See Spearfish GMC Cadillac online at spearfishmotors.com. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker Black Hills Legacy in Rapid City. With today's home values, right now could be a great time to sell your home. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I would love to help you get top dollar for your home. I have been selling real estate and attracting buyers in Rapid City for nearly 20 years. When it comes to buying or selling, experience matters. If you're thinking of selling your current home? Let me put my expertise to work for you. Just Google David Brenneman Coldwell Banker. List it, sell it, and move on. With me, David Brenneman. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on 1067 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Welcome in. A little chilly today. 60s yesterday, like 16 today. It's, a, it's the Black Hills, man. You've got to be tougher than a $2 steak. You all know this. You know this, so we're bringing it today. Thanks for checking in. Dane Mizzitani's on tonight. Pioneer Press, Vikings beat writer. TwinCities.com for the coverage of the Vikings. He's on Twitter, X at Dane Mizzitani. Follow him there. Let's talk Vikings combine offseason. Dane, good to have you. How are you? I'm good, Nate. Always good to catch up with you. I appreciate your time, man. So here's the big story. And I don't know if this is you know, going to be a big story or not, but it's the story of the day. Josh McCown is hired as the quarterback's coach for the Minnesota Vikings. There's two things here. People are, he was the high school coach where Drake May was playing high school football, but Josh McCown shares an agent with Kirk Cousins. So, so what should we think? Yeah, the connections are, are definitely a plenty with, with, with that. Um, I think it's a fun hire. Uh, I don't necessarily think because Josh McCown was the quarterback's coach of Drake May, it, it suddenly means the Vikings are now going to trade the farm to move up to two to take Drake May. Um, I don't think it guarantees that because they both have Mike McCartney as their agent that now Kirk Cousins is, <laughs> is coming back to Minnesota. Um, but I think the connections are certainly interesting. Um, I think right now what it, what it means is that uh, you know, 
he is a guy who the Vikings feel can elevate whoever is the quarterback next year. Maybe that is Kirk Cousins. Um, today, uh, talking at the podium, Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Dopamensa both talked glowingly about Kirk Cousins. But maybe they think Josh McCown can help elevate a rookie if, if that's where they t- decide to go in the t- 2024 NFL draft. So uh, certainly a noteworthy hire because of the name. Um, and I was looking today. He played for 12 NFL teams across 18 seasons. Just wow. the experience that guy brings is crazy. So, yeah, fun, fun hire for sure. And we'll talk more to, about it tomorrow with uh, Kevin O'Connell when we sit down with him. Okay, what do you think out at the Combine when when these guys are talking? Quasi Adolfo Mensa, GM, Kevin O'Connell. I'm hearing that people are, you know, all the coaches are positive. Everybody's got a positive mindset. They're in a good mood out there. What do you get the feeling is from these guys right now? Yeah, I think this is the unofficial start to the offseason. I know it, it's kind of been going ever since the, the Super Bowl ended a couple of weeks ago. But this is the time where, where everyone starts to have these, these conversations. And I, I think collectively, you know, the collaborative effort that is Quasi Dopamentra and Kevin O'Connell, they're, they're really hopeful going into this combine. They both understand this is a pivotal offseason for the franchise. They understand what's at stake this offseason for the franchise. Um, it's not hyperbole to say the next couple of months could shape the next five to ten years of this franchise. Um, but I think they're excited. I, I get the sense that they're invigorated to just go out have the conversations that need to be had and really kind of start to steer the ship in the direction um, that they see fit. Um, the problem is you, you don't really know until you know, and, and that's why these conversations at the, at the combine are so important. Um, I expect Quasi Adafimensa and Kevin O'Connell to sit down with Kirk Cousins' agent. I expect them to talk face-to-face with some of these, these high-level prospects, these high-level quarterback prospects. Um, and then I think you can start to kind of get an idea of what the offseason is going to look like from there. Um, but I think there's excitement, uh, genuine excitement about where things are headed um, and, and this being kind of the jumping off point for what, what's ex- sure to be an exciting next couple of or not next few months. Dane Mizzitani covering the Vikings at the Combine, TwinCities.com, Vikings beat writer for the Pioneer Press here on the Nate Brown Show. How hard would it be, Dane, for the Vikings to go up that high? That, that takes a lot. Is that something they could even do? the thing is you need two to tango so if the Vikings say hey, we want three uh, well, the Patriots have to say okay we're willing to give up three you know the Bears I mean, you can, the number one pick is not a question there's no way the Vikings and the Bears are going to come to a deal in the division it's just not something that will happen I think the commanders are, are pretty set on sticking at two and, and taking their quarterback of the future I, I've seen number three thrown around and that's why I brought up if the Vikings want to move up to number three um, but it's going to take a haul, certainly, um, in the abstract, right? Like, if you're just piecing together what a trade would have to look like, it would certainly have to be 11, probably a second or third round pick, and then a couple of firsts in the future. It, it, you don't just jump up eight spots into the top three um, by trading next year's first round pick. Um, you look at what, what it took the Panthers last offseason to move up from nine to number one and take Bryce Young. They traded DJ Moore, a Pro Bowl All Pro receiver and what ended up being the number one pick this year. So uh, I, I think if the Vikings are serious about moving up, they understand it's going to take a, a massive haul of draft picks, both now and in the future. Um, but even if the Vikings are willing to do that, and I don't know that they are or they are not, uh, then the Patriots have to then be willing to move off of number three. So there's there's just so many ho- hoops to jump through before you can fathom a trade actually happening. Certainly fun to talk about, 
Um, but I think it's going to be really hard to get done. Um, again, some of those conversations probably are, are broached this week, um, and then we'll kind of see how that plays out heading into late April when the draft is. Kevin O'Connell's going to talk tomorrow. Dane Misitani, you can ask some questions. What do you want to find out from Kevin O'Connell, for example? Yeah, we, we talked to him a little bit today. It's more of a national setting today, so it's got a podium and not quite as, you know, the access is, is more kind of far apart. Um, you get more of an intimate setting tomorrow, and I just kind of want to know where they're actually at with Kirk Cousins, right? Because we hear the, the company line of Kirk knows how we feel about it. We want Kirk Cousins back. But I want to know and really drill down on, like, how realistic is it? Because we have seen throughout Kirk Cousins' career, uh, the man it really knows how to work the business side of, of the NFL. And if Kirk Cousins wants to be back in Minnesota, uh, I think it's also going to cost a lot of money to do it. I don't see this guy taking a hometown discount um, just because he likes Minnesota. So uh, I, I want to know, are the Vikings feeling like they actually have a chance at re-signing him? Um, or are they feeling like there's a number that is in the sand that they simply will not cross? Um, those are things that that I hope to ask and drill down on. Um, again, I don't know if they'll be totally forthcoming with the answers of it because that's part of the negotiation process, too. You don't want to show your hand. Um, but I, I think it, that's kind of where, where we want to go. It's like, how realistic is it? Um, I, both sides are saying, yeah. Vikings are saying, we want Kirk Cousins back. Kirk Cousins is saying, yeah, I want to be back in Minnesota. Uh, what's the cost going to be, and, and what's the number that's too high? That's that's what I'm wondering, Dane. Is 35 million a year too expensive? Like two years, 35 a year? I think if they could get that, they'd do it because I think it's going to cost probably closer to 40, 45. Like mm. with the cap jumping up, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if, if we're, we're we're clearing that 40 million dollar annual range number, um, and we know that Kirk Cousins. He, he's, he's a big proponent on fully guaranteed contracts. He was the first one ever back in 2017. So, And now that's become more of a trend with quarterbacks, largely because of that contract that the Vikings gave him six years ago now. So uh, the numbers are a little bit hard to kind of land on because the cap just jumped $30 million last week. Um, and so how does that impact you know, what the numbers end up landing on? Uh, you know, come March 13th, March 15th, when these deals are getting done. Um, but I think, I think if Kirk Cousins said, I'll, I'll come back for $35 million a year, um, as crazy of a high number as that sounds to me and you, I think the Vikings might take that and run. Just that, that might be seen as a bargain in a couple of years. Interesting. Dane Mizzitani on last one. Would they be able to work a deal? What if the Broncos release Russell Wilson at the end of the week? And Russell's going to be paid by the Broncos mainly. He could be like a cheap quarterback. Would they ever look at that? Uh, see, that, that I think he's certainly in that plan B, plan C option. Like if Kirk Cousins is legitimately your plan A and you suddenly are priced out of Kirk Cousins, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the Russell Wilson signing would excite a lot of Vikings fans after how it went down in Denver. Um, but if you can get him on a cheap deal and the Vikings want to contend right now in, in an ever-growing NFC North that's only getting better by the day. Um, maybe it does make sense to have someone who's won the Super Bowl, if, if, even though he's over over the hill and, and kind of in the decline of his career. Could see that marriage happening. I don't think it's necessarily at the top of their list, but I think that's in the ilk of quarterback 
type that they will be looking at if they strike out on Kirk Cousins. Um, there, there's a large group of quarterbacks, veteran quarterbacks, that will be available this offseason not named Kirk Cousins, and Russell Wilson certainly in that that group. So, um, again, another conversation to be had this week, um, with whether it be Russell's agent or the Broncos or you know, there's certainly just a ton of moving parts, and that's why Indy's so fun. Great stuff. Dane Misitani with great coverage for you Vikings fans. Pioneer Press beat writer. TwinCities.com is where you want to go. TwinCities.com and on Twitter, X at Dane Misitani. Dane, thanks for hopping in tonight. I appreciate it. No problem, Nate. Anytime. Thanks a lot. Dane Misitani on tonight. Fox Sports Rapid City. Live coverage from the Combine. Covers the Vikings. He'll be uh, talking to Kevin O'Connell tomorrow. Pioneer Press. Vikings beat writer. TwinCities.com. Vikings fans. Hang on here. If Kirk Cousins is going to cost you $40 million a year, I know you guys don't want that. $40 million a year. You don't want that. Too much money. We can't build a team around him. I've heard the lines. So what about Russell Wilson if, when the Broncos make this biggest mistake they've made in a long time? When the Broncos release Russell Wilson and you can get him for nothing, the Broncos are going to pay his $37 million guarantee. And you can get him for nothing. Why would you not do that? Draft a rookie quarterback of some sort this draft. You, you could still do that. You don't have to go really up high, I don't think, but get one of the other guys and get Russell Wilson for a couple of years for nothing. Why would you not do that, Vikings fans? I mean, that seems like the, that seems like the easiest thing to do right here, right now. So $40 million on Kirk Cousins or nothing on Russell Wilson? What are you going to do? That's easy. All right, Nate Brown Show on a Tuesday into the drive at 5. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Start at summitautogrp.com. Five questions from Chris on this Tuesday on tap. And something that the high school association is missing when it comes to ranking basketball teams. I think this is a big miss. Nobody's talked about it. And I don't know why. Next. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Tin Lizzie Gaming Resort has the number one sports book in Deadwood, and it's powered by BetMGM. Watch all of your favorite games in our comfortable and spacious sports lounge with wall-to-wall television arrays. Don't miss a second of the action with the brand new Listen Everywhere audio system and get sound streamed directly to your headphones. Enjoy delicious food and drinks from Patty O'Neill's Irish Pub with table service right inside the sports book. And don't forget you can watch UFC pay-per-view fights live every month. So come on in to South Dakota's number one sports book at Tin Lizzie, where it's always game on. Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Tis the season for four-wheel and all-wheel drives, and we have the best at Denny Menno Toyota. We have new inventory in stock and more arriving daily. Choose some new Toyota Tundras, Camrys, and more. On the lot and on the way. Factory cash incentives and low interest rate financing are available on gas and hybrid models. Find your new Toyota on our lot, on our website, or reserve one that's on the way. See us at Denny Menholt Toyota or DennyMenholtToyota.com. Round three of the Rapid City rivalry takes place this Friday on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's the rubber match this Friday as the Rapid City Stevens Raiders battle the Rapid City Central Cobblers in a Class AA Sodak 16 girls playoff game with a berth to the state tournament on the line. Join Dean Gurren Jerome Wickersham for all the action, beginning with the pregame show at 545, followed by the tip-off at 6. The Raiders and the Cobblers in the Sodak 16 playoffs Friday right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Are you or a family member receiving Medicare calls asking if you've received your new Medicare card? This should be a red flag, as Medicare is not sending out new cards, and Medicare will not contact you to ask you about your card. If you have, or someone you know has received this type of call, and they gave out their Medicare number, please contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City Tuesday edition. Here we go. Thanks for being a part of the program. You can get in touch with us on the Barons Wilson text line, 720-1067. That's your text line. Lister text line brought to you by Barons Wilson Funeral Home, 720-1067. How you can text the show. Studio line, same number. You can be a part of the program, 720-1067. The Nate Brown Show inviting on Scott Burt coming up. It's the hour filled with Scott's. Scott Burt, Rapid City Rush head coach. The Rusher at home this week. Series starts tomorrow night. Scott Burt on the way. And Scott Pianowski from spring training tonight. Spring training in full effect. YahooSports.com, National Major League Baseball writer. A lot to get to. Scott Pianowski on the way. All right. Drive at 5. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. Pre-owned selection right there. SummitAutoGRP.com. A lot of ways you can get pre-owned vehicles these days, but at Summit, it's the Summit Difference Carvine built around you from start to finish. The right financing, most importantly, for you and your family, where you're at. What are you looking for? Start at SummitAutoGRP.com for pre-owned. Okay, um, okay, let's get into this, and then I'll get to five questions from Chris. Hang on, it's a Tuesday edition of the Nate Brown Show. That is five questions from our loyal listener, Chris. He sends them. I've got them. See if I can come up with any fancy answers for you tonight, uh, Chris. Let's get to this discussion 
on Friday night. So I'm excited for Stevens Central, uh, Sodak 16. If you haven't followed this, it's it's the one-game play-in to the state AA tournament. I, I haven't been a huge fan of it. I, I've talked about that before. It's, it's a one-game crapshoot. I do not believe it gets the best eight teams. You can't tell me that for sure. Everybody said, oh, I, I think it does. I, I, you, we don't know if it does because it's a seed points formula that you get seed points all throughout your regular season for games you win and who you play and how many games their opponents win, and it's a seed points formula. Okay, it's it's a computer formula, and so you don't you don't get to see totally every other team. Every team has a different schedule. For example, Spearfish girls they are playing Friday night. They have a home game. They're the sixth seed. The Spearfish girls basketball team did not play one team from Sioux Falls. I'm not picking on Spearfish. I'm just telling you. They're the sixth seed over Stevens and Central, and the Spearfish team did not play one team in Sioux Falls. Central and Stevens girls played all five teams from Sioux Falls, for example. So that's my point by the seed points formula, to me, is flawed. You can't say, well, this is how it seeds out, so you got the right matchup. So whoever, whoever wins Friday, unequivocally, the best eight teams are getting into the state AA girls tournament. It's just, just that's just the way it is. The verdict's in. Whoever wins Friday, that's the, those are the best eight teams. You you can't tell me that. Is it okay? It's okay. It's okay. But here's what's not okay: a seed points formula that I believe is flawed that doesn't even consider teams that have to play on the road so many times during the season. So, for example, the Stevens girls took five trips back East River. Long trips. Watertown, Brookings, Pier, Aberdeen from a Friday to a Saturday. Okay? Yankton, Harrisburg, Sioux Falls again. I mean, they, these trips were something. And the seed points formula, which ranks the teams for Friday night's matchup, does not take into consideration any road wins at all. Don't you think kind of a seed points formula could kind of fit the NCAA model? We call ourselves the Sodak 16. We used to call it the Sweet 16. Didn't want to get sued by the NCAA. The Sodak 16 should follow the NCAA model. They consider road wins in their net rankings. South Dakota's seed points formula, we're just supposed to think, yeah, they got it right. Stevens and Central girls, they're, they're average, they're 8-9. and nine. Yeah, they took the longest road trips out of any team in the state. Eh, that doesn't matter. And even if they won on the road from Friday to Saturday afternoon, those are tough games to do. So, I mean, that, that doesn't matter either. So it considers Sioux Falls wins the same as when Stevens goes on the road and wins out East River. That seems flawed to me. Are you trying to say road wins aren't harder than home wins? Oh, were they undefeated at home? Uh, that's not my point. My point is it's a whole body of work and five road trips. I think road wins should be a part of the seed points formula. If everything else is considered who you play, who they play, how many teams those or how many games those teams win, we should have a nice formula of road wins factoring in, right? But nobody cares because it's just our teams that have to do it. 
I hate to break it to everybody. That's why. It's like, yeah, sorry, geography is what it is. Well, we got to take five road trips. So you know what I would do? If I'm Stevenson Central, why don't we just take some of those games off the schedule? That fits right into the model of what I think would work best here anyway. Just put Rapid City Christian on the schedule. Put St. Thomas Moore on the schedule. Put Spearfish and Sturgis on the schedule twice, not once. So just take some of those East River trips off the schedule. They're not going to value those road wins any higher than if you win right here at home or if you go to Sturgis and win. So why would you take so many road trips from a budget standpoint? Uh, uh, you have a disadvantage on the road. You have to go Friday, Saturday. Start taking them off the schedule. And then you'll hear from the East River side, oh, they're not playing these teams anymore. Oh, they're not playing a full double-A schedule. Doesn't seem to matter. So why would I just have to go out of my way to play all these road games when you're not going to factor in road wins? Uh, by the way, do you believe road wins in South Dakota high school basketball should factor at a higher value in the seed points formula? Should that factor in? Because right now it factors zero. A win's a win, whether it's at Central or Stevens or whether it's all the way out in Harrisburg. A win's a win. I'm not buying that. If you know basketball, winning on the road Friday and then turn it around Saturday afternoon, try and win that one too, good luck. Win's not a win. A road win, I think, should factor in. What do you say? Road wins are the same or road wins should count in a seed points ranking? Of course, we get a lot of East River Twitter reaction on this. <laughs> and what do they say? No surprise. Road wins are the same. Road wins are the same. Basketball coaches, are you listening? Coaches and basketball people. I just got it. I mean, this is the biggest news flash of the day. Road wins are the same as home wins. Wow. I'm befuddled. Right back with Scott Pianowski, Major League Baseball writer, Yahoo Sports on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Ready to be part of something big? Meet the Rapid City Sports Commission, the powerhouse behind sports in Rapid City. The commission focuses on bringing regional and national tournaments, supporting homegrown events, and creating opportunities for our kids. But it's not just games, it's a win-win for all of us. Youth sports fuel our economy. Hosting events in Rapid City means out-of-town families shop, dine, and stay with us, which boosts sales tax revenues, too. To get in on the action, visit rcsportscommission.com, where we're all about the hustle. On February 28th, March 1st and 2nd, the rush stormed the Savannah Ghost Pirates. March 1st is weather permitting night presented by Coda Territory TV. Then, on March 2nd, we welcome you to Jurassic World Night presented by the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. The School of Mines Geology Department is handing out Triceratops stretch toys to the first 250 fans. They'll also have fossils on display. There will be an inflatable dinosaur race around the ice arena first intermission, and specialty jerseys will be auctioned off after the game. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. Nearly 150 years ago, Americans didn't race across the plains to settle. They pioneered. They toiled and ground the land into the world we know today, creating opportunities, not just for themselves, but for future generations. Don't settle. Pioneer. 
Pioneer Bank and Trust. Local. Member FDIC. I am here with Weston and Tanish Chapman from Black Hills Tire. We're the neighborhood chef for the whole town because we will pick up and deliver anywhere in town. We will do whatever we can to help anybody. It's important to us that somebody can say like, hey, my mom needs something. They need this and I know you'll take care of them. I think that means more to us than anything is when somebody will say like, I need somebody in my family taken care of and I know you guys will take care of them. And that's just because that's community to us. We all help each other out. We can create this community together. Check us out at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows of a loft around 7 above. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, winds out of the southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Highs around 48. Tomorrow, bright sunshine expected. Clear skies. Tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 31. Sunshine expected Thursday with daytime highs approaching 65. 67 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, it's 9 degrees above zero. Hi, I'm Bill at Wirefree USA. If you're looking for internet, TV, security systems, or cell booster systems, why would you look at a company that only gives you one choice for each of these systems? Wirefree USA offers it all. Viasat, Hughes, CenturyLink, Dish TV, DirecTV, Wilson Cell Booster Systems, Ring and Google Nest Security Systems, and now Elon Musk's Starlink. Starlink is the newest, the fastest, the strongest, no limit, that's right, no limit, and no contract satellite internet ever made available to all of us in the USA. 605-341-5361. Whatever your home or business needs are, call Wirefree USA for the products and the service. It's a no-brainer. Connect to the future with Wirefree USA at 605-341-5361, 680 North La Crosse Street, Rapid City. We are hometown, we are South Dakota, and we do appreciate your business. 605-341-5361. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. South Dakota Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City, driven by Spearfish Motors, the home of the new 2024 GMCs and Cadillacs. Take a look at the lineup right now, spearfishmotors.com. Great incentives and financing on the new GMC Sierra pickups. Also, I just saw the new GMC Yukons. Locally owned new car and truck dealership. Not many of those left. It matters. Spearfish, GMC, Cadillac. We are professional grade. Start online. Spearfishmotors.com. Scott Pianowski talking spring training. It's underway. Yahoosports.com. Major League Baseball. Scott Pianowski back on Fox Sports Rapid City. Scott, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing great, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I talk to you a lot. I can't believe it, though. Baseball's underway. Um, what do you feel like going into this season here? The state of baseball. We have Otani and the uh, Dodgers, and, of course, he homers in his spring training debut. Of course, uh, he hits homer. How do we feel the state of baseball after the rule changes last year? What do you say? I'm excited. You know, the two big stories last year were the rule changes and then the playoffs where the best teams were eliminated so quickly, and we got an Arizona-Texas World Series that nobody saw coming. I think Texas was a legitimate champion, but Arizona, you know, a team that was barely over 500 was a surprise to make the World Series. So the big story this year is can the big boys, we know the Braves are in the playoffs already pretty much, 
the Dodgers are in the playoffs already, but can they go deep? Can we get a World Series that has star power that maybe last year's didn't? And Nate, I can't remember the last time. Look at what the Dodgers just did. Obviously, Otani was the signature player. They get him. But they add Yamamoto, the, the Japanese pitcher. They add Tyler Glass now. I don't know how many innings he's going to throw, but he might have the best stuff in baseball. And today, they unveiled it. The Betts, the Otani, the Freddie Freeman lineup. and It's, it's just glorious. It's just the star power. We know Los Angeles, Hollywood, it's a place of stars. And uh, I, I, we thought we talked a lot last year about where Otani was going to go, and we thought the Dodgers made sense because he doesn't really need to relocate. He already knows the area. They have the money. They came up with a creative way to pay him, of course. The contract was very unusual. So uh, th- that was, those are the two big stories to me. And I guess the third thing I'll add is this unusual. Scott Boris takes a bunch of his clients, the agent, takes a bunch of his clients into free agency, and these guys are signing really slow. Cody Bellinger got picked off by the, the Cubs last week. Which you know, He stays in town. He signs a creative deal where he can opt out after the first year if he has a big season. I think there's a second opt-out. But Blake Snell hasn't signed yet. Martinez hasn't signed yet. Montgomery hasn't signed yet. You know, camps are open. They're playing baseball. They're yeah. almost to March 1st. So it's a little bit unusual to see that many good players still on the market. Okay. Um, I look at it and say, Otani with the Dodgers. He homers in his spring training debut. You said they unveiled that lineup. They're going to be unbelievable star power. How much value can we put on and realize with Otani and the Dodgers. I mean, I saw fans there at spring training just going crazy today. This is spring training game one. How much value and eyeballs and interest is he going to bring? Oh, for sure. And we know Japanese uh, baseball fans, you know, a healthy market there. He taps into that. The irony, Nate, is he can make so much money off the field. And one thing baseball probably got wrong is the uniforms. Nobody likes them. They don't like the fit. They don't like what they're showing. They don't like the lettering. I think baseball needs to take that one on the chin and say, we got the uniforms wrong. Let's send them back. Because what they want to do right now is sell a bunch of 17 Otani jerseys and those beautiful, timeless Dodger logo colors. But, um, yeah, it's again, it's, it's a team that's already in the playoffs right now. I, I wouldn't even be shocked if they added another piece. It wouldn't be to the level of the guys they've already added. And don't overlook the pitching here because that's going to be the big thing, right? And we know at some point they get Kershaw back. We know at some point they get Walker Bueller back. We talked about Glass now, how good he is, but how many innings can he throw? Bobby Miller's one of their best pitchers. He threw a couple of innings today, but how many innings would they let a young pitcher throw? That ultimately may determine because they're going to score a ton of runs. We know that. But how good the pitching is and how healthy the pitching is, you know, what, what can Yamamoto do his first year over? We saw last year Kodai Senga was really good. Obviously, Yu Darvish has had success in America. A lot of Japanese pitchers, Iwakuma, had some good years in Seattle. They've basically been good investments in American baseball. But it's just the thing that's going to be interesting with the Dodgers is I think when anybody gets dinged up, especially their pitchers. They're going to pull back because they're already thinking in October. They're basically already in the playoffs right now. They've expanded the playoff format. It would be so hard for them to miss it that you're just going to hope that the day the Dodgers come to your town, it's not a load management issue, that you know, they're not resting Freddie Freeman that day or they haven't pulled back on Glasnow that day because 
I want to see the Dodgers go deep in the playoffs. I want to see the Braves go deep in the playoffs. The Braves last year had this timeless offense. The Kikunia had a season we'd never seen before with the power and speed combination, and they pretty much brought everybody back. And they're loaded again. Even Jared Kelnick, if they get anything out of him, who was a hot prospect for Seattle a couple of years ago, I think this year we're going to see it. I think Atlanta and the Dodgers are on a collision course, and I think they'll meet in the National League Championship Series. Scott Pianowski on, talking spring training underway, yahoosports.com, Major League Baseball. He's on Twitter, X at Scott underscore Pianowski. You can follow him there. So how did Major League Baseball get this uniform thing messed up? I mean, they say the pants are bad. The jerseys look goofy. I was I was seeing a comparison this weekend side-by-side side of the Mariners jersey from last year and this year. The lettering is its goofy. How did they mess this up? What happened? Yeah, the lettering makes no sense. You can't see it. They look, for the most part, there's a couple of players who say they don't mind the uniforms, but for the most part, this is universally panned by the players, and I take their side of it. And the same thing, they're giving away a lot of, a lot of what they're wearing underneath is showing uh, because of the thinness of, of the stuff they're wearing downstairs. As you said, the lettering is horrible. You can't really tell it. From the from the it just doesn't look good. They look like cheap uniforms. They look like the uniforms we wore when we were thirteen or fourteen. <laughs> and what they should have done is they should have marked. You know, they should have got a bunch of players get you know, get five or ten player reps and have them try you know, of different body types of different you know career arcs and say okay, how do you like the feel? How do you like the look? And test these a little bit and, and do what do they do for a movie, Nate? Right? They send it to a test audience. And if the test audience doesn't like the movie, sometimes they change the ending. Or they'll have alternate endings. If they like this ending, then you get to test this stuff out ahead of time. You can't do a cold run with it and see what happens. I, I Baseball screwed this up. And, and I hate to see them lose some momentum because they had last year, you think of all the things that have gone wrong. The pandemic season was off. Nothing they could do about that, but it, was, it felt like an artificial season. And then they had the work stoppage that, that – in the way of yeah. a season for them, and, and eventually they got it solved, but nobody could be that excited. We weren't sure if there was going to be a season. Last year was a year where everybody was excited, and the attendance swelled up again, in part because there was no hovering work stoppage you know, lying over the game. But the new changes, the game had a better pace to it, a better flow to it. You, you weren't going to see a four-hour, nine-inning game anymore, and I think universally that was praised. So I just see them take a step back in a year where the game should be swelling forward. And there's so many young stars. Acuna, we talked about. Batani, of course. Julio Rodriguez in Seattle. The Yankees made a big splash. They got Juan Soto, who I think will have a monster year. Aaron Judge is still there. The Cubs are relevant again. There's so many big market teams. Baseball isn't like football, where it doesn't matter that Patrick Mahomes is the signature player in the league and he doesn't play in a major media market. That's okay. In baseball, you need the big cities to be the big franchises, and they're set up that way. So the, the uniforms may not seem like the biggest thing, but I just hate to see baseball take a step back when they got so many things right last year. Yeah, I'm with you on it. I'm like, no, we can't be talking about the uniforms. That, that's what we're, we're talking about, that. Um, all right, baseball seems to step in that sometimes. Scott Pianowski on tonight. Before I let you run, Major League Baseball, Yahoo Sports. I want a quick question on uh, a stadium here. Kansas City Royals, Kauffman Stadium. It's been iconic. It's old. People have loved it, but they're like, we got to do something new. It looks like they want to do a brand new deal, like half private, and they want to go downtown KC. How bad do the Royals need it? I think they definitely need it. It's just nice to see that at least they're going to pick up some of the check because I get frustrated 
when they make it the entire civic responsibility to do a stadium. Now, it would be nice if the team would finance it itself. But as you said, it's had a nice run, right? I mean, we've seen a lot of stadiums come and go since um, Kansas City opened that park in the 70s. I mean, you know, the Kingdom wasn't around that long. Atlanta had Turner Field, which was here for a blink of an eye. Minnesota's changed parks a couple of times. You know, the Metrodome came and went. They needed to go back outside, and, and Target Field is an absolute treasure. But it's time. A, a stadium, the life of a stadium, with few exceptions, I mean, you have – your Wrigley Field isn't going to go away. Fenway Park, even though it's not the most comfortable seat in the majors, the sight lines are unbelievable. Those places are probably here to stay. I think that they built in San Francisco is going to have a long run, although bring a sweatshirt if you ever go to a game there, you're going to be very cold, but it's a wonderful stadium. But the fact that Kansas City lasted from the mid-'70s to now, that goes down as a win. And as you know, the sporting climate is great. We see the Chiefs are dominating the NFL. You know, somehow they they lose Tyree Kill and they still win back-to-back championships. You know, what a great culture they built there with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And you know, and one other thing I'll leave you with, Nate, wasn't it nice to see Bobby Witt sign a long-term deal? Kansas City's been seen as one of these teams where, oh, so what if we get a star? We're going to lose him the moment he wants money. And they said, no, no, Bobby Witt's here for the next eight or ten years. Now the challenge is to build a team around him, and, and maybe the new stadium will be the stadium that Bobby will Bobby Witt built. The Royals trying to uh, trying to get a new stadium uh, downtown Kansas City. Scott Pianowski in tonight. Spring training just underway. YahooSports.com. Follow him at Scott underscore Pianowski. Scott, always great. Thanks for hopping on. Great to talk to you, Nate. Thanks for your time. Scott Pianowski tonight. We'll talk to him a lot, I hope, over the uh, course of the spring as we get going for baseball. YahooSports.com National Major League Baseball writer. All right. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't – I'm looking at the uniforms because I was like, is this just something people are making up, they're they're hammering baseball with? And and it's not. I saw side-by-side this weekend of the Mariners last year and the Mariners jersey this year. And I'm looking at the guy's name on the back. They have the back shot of each. It's just bizarre. I mean, the uniform that Nike did here looks bad let alone the see-through pants. I don't know anything about the see-through pants. I'm, I'm not I'm in on that. Uh, we don't have see-through pants here on the Nate Brown Show. We keep it clean. But uh, why are we talking about the uniforms for Major League Baseball? How does this happen for Major League Baseball? The dumbest talking points because they step in stuff. We're talking about the uniforms that they didn't get right. The players don't like them, and are they going to have to send them back? And, it's just unbelievable. I don't know how that happens. you got to test this thing out, run it through the players, the whole thing, be like, we good to go? What's the aesthetics here? How does it look? How does it feel? And everybody's ticked off about the uniforms. It's unbelievable. All right, let's go Rapid City Rush Hockey. They're back at home. Savannah, the Ghost Pirates? Ghost Pirates coming to town for the first time. Scott Burt's the head coach of the Rapid City Rush. And they'll start the series tomorrow night. He's on the way next. This is the Nate Brown Show. 11% off everything is happening now at Menards. Update your home with a new ideal garage door. Menards carries the largest selection of garage doors in stock. Or you can design the door of your dreams using our garage door design program. Right now, get a 9x7 non-insulated garage door for only $399.99 after 11% off. Good through March 3rd, savings are mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
from compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders. Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Looking for a great place for a pregame meal that really satisfies? Or maybe you want a place to take your all-star after the game. Or you're looking for a place to enjoy a delicious meal while watching your favorite team on the big screen TV. Valley Sports Bar and Grill has all the bases covered for all those things and more. Top-notch, friendly, and attentive service. Wall-to-wall big screen TVs with all the big games. And the absolute best wings in Rapid City. Valley Sports Bar. Make it your place. 1865 Valley Drive. Rapid City. Don't make a bad call the next time you need an attorney. The lawyers of Claiborne, Lowe's, and Sabres have been serving the legal needs of clients throughout the state for over 75 years. Serious legal issues like divorce, business disputes, personal injury, and criminal matters require a solid team. When you need a win, call Claiborne, Lowe's, and Sabres at 721-1517. Claiborne, Lowe's, and Sabres, proudly supporting our area's youth and sports teams in their pursuit of excellence. And 200, 200 quarter, 200, 200, 200, 275 now three. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Action Company. We can turn your property to cash. We can sell your personal property and your real estate at auction. A family business for 64 years and counting. We've sold several millions of dollars in property over the years. We're happy to consult with you on your auction plans. Let our selling experience work for you. Call McPherson Auction, 605-348-1369. Visit us on our web at McPhersonAuction.com. Building projects can be complex. The risks are great and time is money. Consolidated Construction of Rapid City simplifies the process by being your advocate, guiding you through funding, design, and construction. They manage the players and the schedule and marry the design to your budget so you get the most for your investment. They promise an energizing experience before, during, and after construction. It's not enough that you get a quality building. They pledge you'll experience quality every step of the way. Consolidated Construction. One call to build. Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show Live, weekdays 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station. If you miss any of the live show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every guest, we had Mike DeCorsion, great college basketball analyst, national Big Ten Network analyst. Alex Dodd checked in, Rapid City Journal local sports editor covering high school hoops tonight. Went out to the combine with Vikings beat writer Dane Misitani out in Indianapolis and a little spring training check-in from Scott Pianowski, Yahoo Sports. Busy show tonight. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Good content along the way. Great guests all night long. And you can listen at your own convenience. Search the Nate Brown Show. You can download the podcast if you miss the live radio show at all. It's a Tuesday rush review. Rapid City Rush Hockey back at home. Series starts tomorrow night. Ghost Pirates coming into town. Savannah Ghost Pirates. 
All right, the rush off of a win Sunday in Greenville, South Carolina. Head coach of the Rapid City Rush, Scott Burt, on tonight. Coach, how are you? You know what? We're uh, we're doing good. We got back last night. Uh, <clears throat> some of the guys were down in the uh, down at the uh, rink today. Some other guys uh, took the day off just to, to relax. We got a little bit late last night. We'll have pregame skate tomorrow. Get ready for uh, tomorrow night. Okay, so I want to ask you how important a win like Sunday was. You're on a losing streak. You can't get used to that. There was a lot of players gone, and you snapped the losing streak. Can that do wonders for you? Oh, my God. It, it can, you know. <clears throat> we played Thursday night there, and I thought we played well enough to win on Thursday. Uh, you know, I, again, we had some some goals that uh, we wanted back and some mistakes, and, and uh, we had a lot of opportunities to score, and we just never put the puck in the net, and that's been, uh, you know, our MO as of, as of late. We've had some great, great A's. Um, inside the dots, right in front, breakaways, uh, but we just didn't capitalize, and that's uh, that's kind of happened to us the last little bit, and it's, it does get gets frustrating and gets a little old after a while. Um, but I give the guys credit for coming to work on Sunday. <clears throat> they they battled. Um, we had some great goaltending. We had some goals, and we probably could have pumped a few more goals in. Again, we we had a couple of breakaways that we missed on, um, but. Uh, you know, for our morale um, and for the guys to to come home with with a good effort on Sunday, it uh, it'll push us into this weekend. You know, I talked to the guys and said, guys, uh, before the game, we're, we're we're digging ourselves a hole, and the only way we know how to get out of it, or at least I know how to get out of it, is grab your shovel and you take some dirt from the top and you put it underneath your feet and you start building steps. And um, you know, hopefully they took that, in which they did on Sunday, and and uh, we got a win, and it was a much needed win for sure. Yeah, rush snap a losing streak from earlier in February against Greenville Sunday. So after the win, you come back home, you're back and ready. I see now you're um, kind of getting some new signings. I just saw one today, a uh, new player out of college. You're, you've told me that before, Coach. It's like, hey, Got to get some guys in. Maybe we can get some guys right out of college. What's the angle? Yeah, it, it is. And we've been talking to a, a bunch of players, and um, it is what it is right now. We're we're in a battle, and, and we have to look uh, for the future, and we have to look to bring in some energy. Uh, and now, um, and for us, it is to look at the, uh, look at college players that are finishing their career. Now, uh, with that being said, it's just not uh, you can find a guy, and yeah, you're. They still are taking classes and whatnot, so it's not it's not as easy as everyone thinks. Is yeah, you can grab a player and then that's it, right? They still have two weeks left of uh, of playing. Uh, the player that we brought brought in today is Parker Bowman. Uh, he'll play tomorrow night. He was in Nipissing. He was in U Sport out of the uh, Canadian University. So they finished up last week, uh, and and that side of things are are starting to. Uh, to end with their uh, with their playoffs, right? So we have been in contact with players. Um, it's a matter of uh, getting them here, obviously across the border, and them making sure that their studies are uh, in in you know that they can pass it over and do their classes to finish up online if need be, right? So, and then there's the U.S. College uh, uh, that finishes up this weekend. So some teams will be done this weekend, which we've been talking to players too. So. Uh, it kind of sucks, kind of where we are, uh, but we have to bring in some new faces, and, and some of the fans will see some new players. And, and, and with that being said, it's, it's a little trial for those guys uh, to see where they fit, if they have a good uh, a good showing with us, and then obviously they'll stay. We'll look to uh, to bring them back next year as well, too, right? So, 
Um, we're in it right now that we need uh, we need every help we can, and uh, if it's bringing in some new energy, we have to do that. Are you trying to get some offensive firepower, Coach? It's been tough to get it in the net recently. How do you how do we get that? Uh, are you trying to get guys in here? Yeah, you obviously you obviously are looking for that. Um, right now, we've been beat up on the back end. We lost uh, Charles Martin to uh, uh, season-ending surgery, so he's we won't mm. see him back this year. And we hopefully we'll get him back uh, uh, for the uh, start of next season when he's uh, healthy. Uh, we lost Jared Gorley. He's been out for two weeks uh, with concussion. So. So those are two big pieces on our back end, right? So I had to make some changes uh, last week when we brought in uh, Adam E. B. and uh, uh, Cooper Jones. Um, so we're looking to we're, we're we're looking to fill that back end. We we have to uh, uh, grab guys that can can move pucks, that can battle. Uh, not they're not they're not doing the job, uh, but we have to look at all angles and where we are right now. And you know we need everyone to buy in, and they bought in on uh, Sunday. So we need that uh, tomorrow night as well. Okay, before I let you run, Scott Burt's on tonight. The Rush are at home this week. Uh, tomorrow night's the series start. What's Savannah look like? They're a good hockey team. Um, their affiliation is uh, Vegas. Uh, Vegas has sent them a bunch of players. So I think they have about six or seven contracted guys with Henderson in, in Las Vegas. Mm. Um, but they're but they're a new team. You know, they're this is their first time out this way. Um, and you know what I've seen on film that they they work hard. Uh, they have some uh, some players that can go, so we have to be aware of that. Um, but for us, it's it's going out and understanding where we are again, build the momentum that we uh, that we had on Sunday, and, and hopefully we can uh, grow off that. And uh, you know we'll just we'll see what we need to do. Hey, our trade deadline is coming up on March 14th, so. Um, there is going to be a lot of movement there as well, and that, that's that's the uh, the part of hockey that uh, kind of sucks at times, right? You you have players that have been with you throughout the year, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, if there's a deal out there and a team is looking, and uh, it's good for us to to build on for next year as well to finish up this year, we have to look at all angles. So where we are right now is uh, finding the energy. Uh, to go out tomorrow night and find two points. Scott Bird on tonight, head coach of the Rapid City Rush on a Rush Review on the Nate Brown Show. It's Savannah. This week, series starts tomorrow night at the Ice Arena. Coach, always great. Thanks a lot. Good luck to you. Thanks a lot, Nate. Appreciate it. Scott Bird in on a Tuesday night Rush Review on Fox Sports Rapid City, plugging in on Rapid City Rush Hockey. First matchup with Savannah Ghost Pirates coming to town this week, starting tomorrow night and then into the weekend. Rapid City Rush Hockey at home against Savannah. First game of the series tomorrow. Who's hot and who's not every night at this time? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Boy, everybody's fired up about this loss yesterday. Is it a big deal? We'll get into it next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. As the Chief Buffet Officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. 
Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows of aloft around 7 above. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, winds out of the southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Highs around 48. Tomorrow, bright sunshine expected. Clear skies. Tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 31. Sunshine expected Thursday with daytime highs approaching 65. 67 Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, it's 9 degrees above zero. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. When you're ready to win bigger than ever before, First Gold Gaming Resort is where it happens. Play any of our slot machines with your gold club card engaged. You can win a share of $8,600 in promo play. We give away through hot seat drawings every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, we draw for $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, February 24th, don't miss First Gold's exclusive $18,000 golden cash blast. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Good stuff on a Tuesday night. Thanks for checking in, spending some time with us. The Nate Brown Show Live, weekdays 4 to 6, Fox Sports Rapid City. Who's hot and who's not right here, right now. Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch tonight. Into the Pizza Ranch Buffet, kids' night. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult. Pizza Ranch Buffet, two locations in Rapid City. Open tonight till 8. Best buffet in town, you know this. Fried chicken, salad bar, cactus bread. The buffet your way, they'll make the pizza that you want if it's not out there. Pizza Ranch Buffet tonight. Who's hot, who's not? Here we go in my who's hot category. How about this ticket price for Sunday showdown? Caitlin Clark in Iowa hosting Ohio State. This is a rematch of a big game earlier. Ohio State, Iowa women's basketball. The average ticket price is the highest ever recorded for college women or WNBA. The average ticket price for the Iowa-Ohio State uh, game Sunday, $577 a ticket. Five seventy-seven to watch Caitlin Clark and Iowa take on Ohio State. It's big time, big time. Uh, okay, in our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I'm going to stay in women's sports. I don't know what's going on here. So the, uh, the USA women played soccer yesterday against Mexico. The USA women got bounced out of the World Cup, right? So we got beat there. Now the USA women get beat by Mexico yesterday 2-0. That's the first time Mexico has beaten the U.S. women in 14 years and the second time ever. U.S. women's national team has been dominant. I mean, untouchable. Now they're getting beat by Mexico. There's something. First time in 14 years, second time ever. Alarm bells. Alarm bells for the U.S. women's national team. Just a little bit. 
Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show, the podcast going up right now. The Odd Couple is in next, back here tomorrow at 4.